The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors, Amazon.com and TeePublic.com. Listeners, beware. Coming straight from the Mouths of Madness, I am one of the hosts, Lowdown. With me, as always, is... F. U. Hunter. What's up, you demon-loving bitches? Oh, bitches be loving demons. They be loving them demons. There's a, there's a metal song out now. Well, it didn't come out now. It's been out for, like, I think, a year and a half. I forget who does it, but it's called When a Demon Defiles a Witch. Damn. <laughs> yeah. That covers all the bases right forget, there. I fucking forget who does it. <sighs> demon fucks a witch. No, witch it's fucks that, a demon. No, like, the singer's really, like, nonchalant when he does the chorus. He's like... When a demon defiles a witch, we're like, oh shit! Okay. Almost like a love song. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what a romantic moment! I was like, holy fuck! That, that's what made me like remember the song, and like I, I, I added it to a playlist because like that's kind of cool. Yeah, like, there's a lot of scream, but like that part is very <laughs> clean vocal. I'm like, okay, okay, I got you. Yeah, man, it's getting a little blustery in here. Oh, yeah. Oof. Kind of like I feel like I'm on the prairie. That's oof. right. Oof. That's what's missing out of this movie. Fucking like Michael Landon's son to do like a Little House on the Prairie remake with a demon. That'd be yeah, exactly. Sweet. Just walk down, falling down the the hill, and then all of a sudden, just demon eyes and shit. Going, yeah, <laughs> fuck you. That would be so sweet. Yeah, you just see the little girl, yeah, running down the hill, and then when she finally gets up close, it's just like, hey, <laughs> just like Reagan's face. <laughs> it's in the wind. <laughs> it's in the wind. Yes. So tonight on the chopping block, we're talking about the 2018 film. Yeah. The wind. And it's on Netflix. Um. Yeah. This. I, I think you sent me the wind. And I sent you Long Night. Yeah. Yeah. And we realized there's a lot of similarities between the two movies. Uh, unknown to us, just kind of throwing some kind of random shit out there. Yeah, we were just kind of looking at... Movies kind of have the same beat. Yeah, we were just kind of looking at like, oh, a couple movies with two badass bitches. Yeah. Sweet. So, I, then, I mean, I will say, the trailer for The Wind, it looked kind of like you're... It kind of threw it out there as kind of a Western, you know... Horror mm-hmm. movie in a way, and I was kind of curious about that, because only one I can really put in that category. It's such an interesting genre. Is uh, um, Bone uh, Tomahawk mm. that kind of leans on that, but isn't really a horror movie. Yeah, so. this one is at is a horror movie. It leans yeah. on the psychological. Yeah, aspect I would kind demons. of put it like, kind of like there's feelings of The Shining a little bit, just with the isolation. But it's not the isolation of being trapped in like this giant hotel, but trapped in this the prairie. It was like, the, yeah, so the film's set like frontier time where yeah. it's like, you know, it, people are just gradually slowly moving out west. As you know, post Lewis Clark expedition, like nobody's out there. Yeah. Like there's nobody for miles, you know. Uh unless you were live unless you were living in a town that was created as a train traveled across the west to meet you yeah. know, uh, you're pretty much far from nowhere. And that's the thing I will say this movie takes full advantage of is, like, it's called The Wind, and there's just parts when the score's not kicking in, and it's just that sound of silence with the wind. And yeah. I thought that helps kind of create kind of an atmosphere that I, I thought worked well for this movie. Well, it's the director, uh, Emma Tammy, using that environment. Because think about it, man. If you ever been out in a field and there's no trees around, if when you were in the trees... There was no wind. Yeah. When you walk into the middle of the field, 
there's all this fucking wind. So yeah. the fact you're on a prairie, there's no fucking trees. You got mountains in the far away plant, you know, you could see them off in the distance and it's just open, open space, tons of fucking wind. Yeah. That's why the turbines and all the wind windmills are out, <laughs> out yeah. west. You know, we have too many fucking trees in the east. And <laughs> but I mean, I'll say from the start, two things that I score, I thought was really strong mm -hmm. and it's just shot. Like, dude, they it start off. The, the they start off really vastness. good. Well, this starts off with the vastness of, of where they are. Again, there's just nothing for miles. No, I mean, like the very, very first scene was just them standing in front of the house. But yeah. And coming out with a dead baby. Covered, covered in blood, dead baby. Yeah. And then like, the thing that got me the most is it kept, it just slowly kept panning in. And then, you know, she'd already hand the baby off to her husband to take it to him. Because I guess, you know, his husband hadn't been, was standing, I guess, away from the house. Yeah. Or the the dead you, you know at that time the dead woman's husband and like when it gets to her face that you just you hear that that the him scream which i i, I, like, I, oh. I think it's really yeah because he oh. just walks away and it's such a quiet scene there's not really any dialogue she just hands him the baby and at that point you kind of figure but uh, there's not a lot of squirming going around but he walks off and that's when you hear him scream and it just it's the cameras on her face mm -hmm. i thought that was yeah really well done yeah so, yeah, so, she, like, you know, again, we kind of may, may bounce around a little bit. Like, she had lost a baby. She had a stillborn. Yeah. So, like, that was clearly probably tragic. Ah, oh, damn. Like, there are seeds of this that are just Oh, and the way she's giving birth, she's Which, giving birth, like, old school. She's on her fucking, she's, like, squatting. Yeah, she's squatting, like, oh, blood everywhere. Oh. And she's like, why is, this, why is it crying? Why, why is, is it crying? Why can't I hear and, my baby? And he just, and he just doesn't, the husband doesn't say, just wraps the baby. Why is it crying? Hmm. Why is it, like, like, stay there. And we all know. Oh. Uh, there's a reason that's not correct. Just mm. some hardcore shit in this movie, man. Look yeah. At that. Yeah. And well, then you find out that in the so back to the beginning of the film, that woman had killed herself. So I don't know if that trauma is what killed the baby, or if the baby was already dead. Yeah. I mean, you, you set up that the same area is where our, our our main you know lead lead had had the stillborn baby. So yeah. this area is just cursed like, on top yeah. of other curses other yeah exactly because like it was a really cool shot when they put her in the coffin though with like literally like a third of her head gone yeah that was really rad i was like okay and that's the interesting thing with this movie is that there's a it goes present flashback present flashback and kind of explains as you're going on through this movie through flashbacks what is happening in the current time and i actually appreciate that no i do because yeah. you get to the setup where you know, this fucking hardcore dead mother, dead baby, you bury him. And then the husband is taking the unfortunate, you know, uh, yeah, husband, widow, he was like, father back to town. Yeah, because they like, bought. He's like, I'm going to be gone for days. He said like two days. Yeah. yeah. Because again, middle of fucking nowhere on a horse. Yep. Yeah. Like a day, he's like a day ride there, day ride back. Yeah. And so this couple had bought the land like a mile from them. And there was already a house built. So they just had to f kind of fix it up. Yeah. So like. They're neighbors, but it's not. It's a little bit of a little hike. It's about a mile away. They're good neighbors. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you're going between what's happening to her in the present with the, with the husband gone. And you're also going back into, into the past where this couple shows up. They bought the house and that land. And how like. They're going over there and helping them fix the house up before winter. Yeah. You know, and like doing repairs and stuff. And you can see her, she's already getting jealous because she's doing all this work, like in the in the garden and stuff. And the 
that dude's wife isn't really doing any work. And she's like giving them like the husband's water. Yeah. And like flirting. Oh, hold on, hold on. That's straight up scandalous before that time. Because they come over to help out. It's it's Gideon and uh, Emma are the new. Emma, yeah. Yeah. And um, our main character is Lizzie and her husband Isaac. Isaac, and yeah. And they come over to help help build, you know, this this cabin that had been abandoned. That is now, you know, this new couple's in there. And like she comes over, Lizzie comes over to show Emma, like, hey, let's, uh, you know, I'll help you with your garden and shit like that. She's like, oh, the men look like they might be thirsty, and you know, brings the cup of water over and just literally walks over seductively to Isaac. He's like. Here, I'll hold the cup. You just drink, drink out, out of my it. Mouth. Yeah, I was like, oh. And then she just hands the cup to her husband. It's like, here, you can hold this shit. And you're like, mm, that's a little suggestive. Lizzie's sitting there, like, working. If you were a married couple and you moved out west, you both work. Yeah. None of this, like, one person does it all shit. Like, because you saw Lizzie's day-to-day, you know, washing clothes and having to cook and all that shit in that environment. Like, the environment was very harsh. Very harsh. Yeah. You know, um... There's none of this, like, the husband does everything attitude out there, you know what I mean? Because it wasn't like a town that they lived in, right? Yeah. It was just them on land. So, and I guess the goat was for the, it was the milk. Yeah. I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, so it's just very, it was, I thought it was very snubby right off the bat when she's just like, oh, I'm just going to give them water. And she's, like, not even dirty or anything. Yeah. She hasn't been near really him. Yeah, no, I'm like, lazy so, bitch. Well, we get these flashbacks and we get back to kind of current, Lizzie's by herself. Her, you know, Isaac is taking, um, uh, what's his name? Gideon. Gideon. To, back to town. To, he's going to sell the land and move yeah. back to the city. And... So we get this time period of Lizzie by, being by herself. And you have the scene where she's, you go back into the house and the table where dead Emma was. The brains are just Chunks fucking... of oh. blood are where she's cleaning it up. Oh. And then she goes out there and she's, you know, washing all the clothes, put them on there. And I, there's this amazing scene where she's putting up the, you know, on the clothesline, and she just hears a growl, and there's two fucking wolves. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. They're out in the fucking middle of nowhere <laughs> where wolves will just roll up on you. <laughs> yeah. so and they're she, hungry. <laughs> yeah. So she fucking books it back to the house, closed door. Man, these are some strong fucking wolves. And it's still during the day. So you see the wolves are slamming into mm. the fucking door, and you can see, like, their height and, you know, blocking the sunlight. And you're like, okay. And she has a little peephole and she looks over and you can see the wolf still trying to get to the door. And then she like backs up, grabs a shotgun. She's holding a shotgun. But then at, you this see point, the... at this point, you're still like, okay, this is a normal thing. But then you see a shadow that's, you think of the wolf, but then, then it grows up. It grows. And you're like, uh-oh. And you're like, what the fuck? And, and that went from, <laughs> yeah, what is this? Like, okay, it's a wolf to what the fuck is this? It's like. That's there's no wolf that fucking tall, right? Yeah. So I will say, as the demon of the prairie, which yeah. is as it, as it becomes known uh, throughout the throughout the movie, gets introduced again and again. That it was it was very smart with the way they did that because that was the first thing, right? You just saw the shadow behind the door and a little bit of uh, kind of smoke trying to come, come through. through. Yeah. yeah, but like it gets and then it progresses, but it is very gradual. Until the very last scene, you know, with the husband and all that stuff, where yeah. it's like right there, but everything's really gradual. Yeah. Um, and I really dig that. And because the next time she sees it, um, I think it was... Well, she sees the next day. She stays there, passed out. The next day she goes out. Clothes are all over the fucking place, all fucked up. Then you have the fucking goat. Goat's dead. Goat's dead. Sides ripped out. Fucking, you can see its ribs. and it's well, like... you, think, you think wolf. Yeah. You know, you think, yeah. oh, that's wolves do. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get to a scene a little later 
there's a fucking goat. And it's just looking at her. And she's like, uh, uh, what the fuck? So okay. she grabs a shotgun. She's like, you're a fucking demon. <laughs> <laughs> you're dead. Demon goat. <laughs> demon goat. <laughs> yeah, you're dead. Yeah. So she's slowly, so she's slowly like going insane while her husband's gone in the present. Yeah. Versus you see in the past, but. Well, you think you're not sure if she's going insane because you when you get back to introduce to flashbacks where then Emma, the do, neighbor, is experiencing, is the same experiencing stuff. and she's reading these fucking verses, this little pamphlet. Yeah, it was called Demons of the Prairie, and it yeah. has all the basically all all these demons from the Bible laid out that and, seem to be, and it tells hitting. what their thing, it what their what they do. Yeah, like, what's each? What does each one kind of like feed on? Yeah, out of the soul, and one's about you know it it, it uh, and she finds one that says like uh. It like destroys the marriage bed, da da da, and yeah. all this other stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, like conceals his identity into another, passes to another, different different yeah, things yeah. like that. Little, it, I think honestly, and this might be where I have to rewatch this movie, but you almost get every one of these points of demons throughout this movie. But um, I could be wrong. I don't. I see. know there's at least four or five that, as you do a quick read, you're like, oh, that explains this. That explains this. Blends into the night, you know, the 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 smoke, the whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, so I get the marriage been one and the smoke into the night, but yeah, you may, maybe you're right. Maybe okay, man. All right, well that that might that. bring a rewatch here. That I might don't know. bring a rewatch because that is interesting. Yeah, you know, I didn't I didn't catch that, and um, so on like her second day that she's alone by herself, the pastor shows up, and she's being she's been being freaked out by the noises at night, and uh, and 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 I think didn't it show up again? Well, here's oh, I, I could be wrong on the timing on this, but in this this scene, I will I will admit, there's sometimes where you can do the perfect score, the perfect scene, and it just brings chills. It, it it'll fuck with you, and we already know the husband. They're back in town. There there's somebody. She looks across, and they're a mile, but you can still see. They comment earlier in a flashback. You can still see the other cabin. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, they know we know nobody's in there. Lights come on, mm-hmm. and you're like. Hmm? What the fuck? And she walks over there and she finds Emma's diary. That's right. Slowly build into more of this paranoia, reading that and strange, crazy shit happening. When she's over that ca- that house, then she comes back to her house. Then the next day is when there's a knock and well, it's... Well, the- she reads that... Well, she finds the diary. She doesn't read it yet. Yeah. She hasn't read it yet. And then that's right. That's what She went over to the house, came back. Yeah, yeah. So the next day, then there's a knock on the door. So she's she's wigging out because some other shit happens in the house, like noises and stuff, and yeah. a big gust of the big gust of wind. Oh, we're just light candles keep going out. Yeah, candles, candles keep, keep going, going out. out. Yeah, and so she's like freaking the fuck out. So any any knock on the door, she's like ready to blow somebody's fucking but head this, off. But this is daytime. It yeah. was like late afternoon. Knock on the door. She's like, who the fuck? Again, you're you're not near anybody. And it's this reverend, and he's like, "Hey, you know." Well, he was about to shit his pants when he sees the fucking shotgun pointed yeah. at him. But he's like, but he's "Oh, I'm like, sorry. I- I'm fucking hungry as shit." But I'm she doesn't traveling. recognize him. Yeah, she, she doesn't, doesn't recognize him. him. She, and he doesn't seem to recognize her. Yeah. So he thinks he, she she gives him food and talks to him, and she's and it's it's getting nighttime. She's like, D- "You don't want to be out night." Well, she gets she tells him there's a empty house there's a mile away. House. She's like, "At this point, it's getting too close to dark. You don't want to be out at night." Stay there. I know it's abandoned because uh, nobody's there. Stay there. She's like, don't answer the door. Whatever happens. Yeah. Anything you hear, lock the door. Stay in there the whole night. There's 
fucked up shitter in this area. What she said, even if it's me, yeah. don't answer the door. Yeah. So it's like, oh. So, oh man. But, oh, yeah. This, this, all right, this, I know. This, yeah. is, this is my favorite part of the movie. I know. Oh, I'll, I'll let so, you. Yeah. All right. So you get to the nighttime. Bam, 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 bam. And it's the reverend. He's like, please, please let me in. And she's still like, I, I can't trust it. She looks to the window, sees that's the reverend. He's like, please, please, there's something out there. There's something out there. I can't stay in the cabin. Please let me in. So she lets him in. He's like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, and he's just like relieved. And he just sits in the chair. And he's just like, oh, my God. Oh, God. These things, it's like they're messing with me. Just like they mess with Emma. Mm. And she's like, what did you just say? And his eyes, eyes go black. Go black. And he's like, Emma, remember how much fun we had with her? And you're like, oh, shit. I will say this, man. That was a moment. I, I appreciate it in this fucking movie. Yeah, that was Because it awesome. went from kind of like, what the fuck is going on to fucking like, you let this fucking thing, it tricked you. You fucking, you knew the rules. And you still <laughs> fell for it. <laughs> and, event, and he stands up black eyes and it just starts like just almost disintegrating into the dust. Into yeah. this into that prairie demon. Prairie demon, yeah. Holy so shit. And she so runs sick. the fuck out. But that was, that's the top moment in this movie. Top yeah. moment. It was so fucking good. And then the next morning... She walks out and finds the actual Reverend dead. Yeah. Laying in a, I don't know, some hole in the ground, like, or a cutout. In yeah, the he ground. was just, just laying there. Just laying there, yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, he's dead. Now, after this, there's nothing really big happens until the husband gets home. Yeah, you get some more flashbacks. Well, you get flashbacks. Well, no, I was talking about the present thing. So we go to the flashbacks. There's a lot of stuff that happened in the flashbacks. Well, we get a flashback before the husband shows up that establishes... Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, so she goes through, the, she, she reads through the diary, and the diary clearly states that Emma was b- banging Isaac, which, okay, I'm sorry, like... How, do, how, how? Do they just go, like, behind a... How hardcore is her husband, Gideon, working on shit, he's not <laughs> noticing his wife getting railed on the other side of the house? Like, like oh, oh, they got to plow these fields. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm plowing. I don't pay attention to anything <laughs> in my surroundings at all. My wife can be getting fucked by the other. And again, with Lizzie, what, what is she doing not noticing? It, they're not, they're about a mile apart, but you can still see shit. And you just, but you find out in the diary. It happened. Yeah. So the baby that she had that died, apparently because she blew her brains out, was probably Isaac's. Yep. So there's that. But before that, we do see like how Emma is reacting to like that there's something wrong there. Yeah. Like Emma's like hiding in the bed. Like so Gideon comes shows up one night and, you know, is she's like, she's not right. Something's wrong with Emma. Like she's not right. So they travel the mile over there. Lizzie goes in there. And fucking, she's under the bed. Yeah. Saying, like, something's not wrong and wants my baby. Something wants my baby. And she's like, oh, you're pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. And Lizzie's reaction is, well, you need to sleep here. And fucking roof, (laughs) what was that stuff called? You know, the shit you chloroform? Chloroform, yeah. Chloroform grass. Hold on, I got some chloroform. And aggressively chloroforms the shit out of Emma. Like, aggressively after she got hit. Emma hit her. Yeah, hit her. Then she came back aggressively. Yeah. She wasn't aggressive at first. Yeah. You get hit. All right, fuck you, bitch. Rah! But my thing is like, that's where this, that's where it comes in this movie. Like, is it was it solely Lizzie going insane, or was is there a demon in the prairie? Because Emma was said the same thing. Yeah, she starts saying there's not stuff that's not right in this. Only, and only the women are seeing it. Yeah. So that's the other thing too is both but the women are then seeing. Then you it. have a scene that's just fucked up, which is later on, pregnant Emma, and she's pretty fully pregnant. And she's like, you know, gotta think of some names. Gotta think of some names. 
Now if it's a boy. We'll name it Isaac. I'm going to name it Isaac. Yeah. And you're like, why? No, 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 no. She said, she said, I thought she said if it was a girl, I'm going to name it Lizzie. Lizzie, yeah. And then she, and if it's a boy, and she, and then Lizzie was like, Isaac? And she's like, well, I'm not, cr- that cr- I'm not cruel. No, 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 no. She said, she's a Gideon. She's Gideon. Like, no. Samuel. Samuel. She said, I'm not Samuel. cruel. I'm not Samuel's cruel. Samuel's the name yeah. of the stillborn That's that, right. that Lizzie had. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she said, Samuel. she says, you get one more guess, and it's like, Isaac, and there was a, you know I want to name it Isaac, as in, there's a little more motivation. So yeah, there's this fucked up game that's going on. Yeah. No, it's a game between Emma. It's like no fucked up game. It's like Emma's own yeah. thing. But she's getting a kick out of just saying that. I don't know if it's because she's already been possessed or not, too. Yeah. We don't know that. Yeah. We don't know how in-depth the thing with the demon on the prairie is with Emma. Yeah. If we're going with that, it's a real, it is really a demon. You know what I mean? We don't know. And that's, that's the thing. I, you know what? I'm going to have to rewatch it. I've, I've decided yeah. after we're talking about it, because you get to a scene then where um, Isaac comes back after taking Gideon to the town. This is present. Again. Yeah, present. And she's so freaked out. Literally, she's got a shotgun holding it like, I don't even know if you are my husband. I don't know what's going on. Eventually, he proves it to her. They go back to the house and she's just talking he's like you know none of that he, he keeps like there's nothing out there oh there's they, nothing they go out there. and clean out it, the house and then she gets the trunk of yeah stuff and there was that the demon of the prairie demon of the prairie book that which, pamphlet that she which had lizzie had already had but yeah. isaac's like i'm burning this shit you read the affiliate head with this nonsense yep this is there's nothing good comes from this and then here it is again. Emma had it, and she, he was because I remember I was like, I thought I burned this, and, yeah. and Liz was like, No, I got it out of Emma's stuff. It's like you, she was reading this stuff too, and it's like so I don't know. If, I don't know if there's a statement on like, and this is where you kind of get thrown a little bit too, is that Isaac brings up that he ran into the Reverend on his way back home, and not and I and he's like, and I spoke with him and all this, and you're like, wait, the same Reverend that Lizzie. Saw dead in the middle of the field, and so you're now getting confused. What's real? What's not real? Mm-hmm. What's going on here? Mm-hmm. And then you get—I mean—that's the thing I like about this. There's a lot of misdirection. You don't know what's going on. Yeah. What's in her head? What's actually happening? Exactly. And you get this massive scene where she's freaking out. Isaac's like, "I'm going to go out there, figure out." He's like, "He's pissed." He's like, "There's there. nothing out there." Yeah. And then like the windows break and a big gust of wind. Giant gust of wind. She gets thrown up at the fucking ceiling. And stabbed with down, scissors when she comes falls down. Falls down in the scissors. And you're like, well, that shows that there has to be something out there. Or in her mind, does she just stab herself? You don't know. Because when she wakes up from that, Isaac has her tied to the bed. Yep. So, you know what I mean? Like, And I don't remember seeing the windows broken. Yeah. So it's, ah, uh, what? Uh. Well, the, there was glass broken. Again, it can go either way because there's glass broken next to the nightstand that she uses a piece of glass to cut the ropes. That's true. And then stabs, stabs Isaac. Isaac. Well, because she uh, she tries to warn Isaac, she sees the demon. That's right. Shadow coming towards Isaac. Yeah. And that was and that was I think that was a really grandiose scene because it was like engulfing looked, the cabin. She's like he's right there and like the shadow just comes up behind him. That was fucking and then, awesome. And then, like, it gets pretty much right on top of him, and then he turns around, and he's, and he's got demon eyes, and that's when she stabs him. But then, when, if she stabs him, and he walks away, he's, there's no demon eyes. Yeah, there's demon eyes. Just, it's, like, <laughs> it's just the husband's been stabbed in the neck. Oh, uh, yeah. He's she, bleeding out. She he's nailed him out. right at a spot that's, yeah, you're, yeah. you're not walking away from. No, he's, he, nope, he's but dead. But she's still fucking stabbed, too. She's fucked, I mean. Yeah. 
So I don't know how that works because after that, basically, she just walk. There's a weird scene when she walks out. She just sits in the field, and then she's on a bed, and then it pans out and she's on a bed, and then she's back in the field. Yeah, she's she's on a bed in the field, pans out, then she's not, and it. And this movie is really interpretation. Like you really, I mean, interpretation. You can really go either way. Yeah. With this, and I'll be honest, this might be a on the chop block first for me at least, where I thought I had an opinion of this movie. But the more I talked about it, the more I'm like, fuck, I might have to watch this shit again just to see which direction, what what my final, like, yeah. Re- result is. Yeah, no, is I, I agree. I think I, need to, uh, I think I need to rewatch it, too, because I don't know now. Like, now that we're talking about it, it's like, wait, there's a lot. Because here's on. the other thing. We didn't, I, I'll throw this out there, but pretty much the end of the movie, she's sitting out there. You figure she's going to bleed to death, kill her husband. But we do one last flashback. And where she the meets reverend the reverend on the way out there. Hands. Yeah, on the way out there, they're on their wagon about to set up. And the same reverend that later on, you know, is the fucking demon who hands her a pamphlet. And it's that pamphlet. It's that same pamphlet. So. And you go, okay, wait. Is that what started this whole thing? Is she got that pamphlet and just the, the all the time with the isolation just built she, up she doesn't everything leave. she heard he leaves. in the wind? Yeah. He leaves. Yeah. She never leaves. Yeah. So is that a thing too? Never leaving that. I'm going to have to watch that, it again. That never, but I mean, think <laughs> about it. Like, think about it. If you never left, I mean, she, she walks outside and goes, they have a little barn shed area where they have the horses and stuff, you know, yeah. but like you never leave the property. Yeah. Is that, that can be good for the, the brain. Like I said, there's this element of almost the shining or this kind of like isolation, those isolation horrors that really the stress is on. That holy fuck! What if you're trapped in this area where there's nobody else around, and there is this fucking demon fucking with you? But then, what if it's just your mind? You're just losing your fucking mind, yeah. and you don't know what's real and what's not. As you see multiple times throughout this movie, you don't know. But the execution I thought was was great. Yeah, but you're right. She might have just been stirring it all up from herself and just the wind. Yeah, like all you have there in the house all day when you're not, is is just wind. All you hear is wind. Yeah, and I'll throw it out there again. Between the score and just the the dead silence, the dead it works. silence of the wind. Yeah, because there's just those tones, oh. the strings. You know that horror, like where it just sounds eerie as shit. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. No. So yeah, we can't even. I don't feel like if we feel like we need to rewatch it. I, I think it like has we, to pass. I think we, it has to pass. But can we even give it a rating? Because we feel like we need to rewatch it. Not for not for just like I like this movie. I want to rewatch it. It's, I don't feel like I fully understand this movie. I need to rewatch it. Yeah. So it's like you know. Yeah, like, it's one of those where uh, I don't think it's. I'll probably rewatch it. However it goes, I don't think I ever want to own this. It's on Netflix. You won't have to. It's yeah. It's on Netflix. But I think it's one of those that there's enough there. I'd I would suggest to people you should probably check this out. Yeah. Because it does. It 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 sticks with that western. And then gradually goes into kind of the horror elements. You don't, and it right there, it's kind of got its own unique genre. We don't have a lot of that. True. Yeah. All right. So I guess that wouldn't mean it passes. It's yeah. just, it's just we, we haven't really come across this where we're like at the end we're like, fuck, I need to watch this again. Yeah. But like normally it's like I, I want to watch this again. There's enough I enjoyed it good, so much. good in there. Like just like I said, score, cinematography, even some of the and, and even the acting that. There's enough there that it slightly passes, but the more I talk about it, the more I go, I need to rewatch this to see if there's any clues to what we get at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All so right. right there, for me, I'm gonna pass it because I'm gonna have to watch it again. Yeah. No, and I'm the same way. Like, fuck, I need to watch this again. God damn it. <laughs> because yeah, there's uh, and like it's not it's not because it bounces between present and past. It's just like 
there's got to be something there that you missed through the first watch that yeah. really gives you more of a and understanding honest, and answer. And I'll, one of the things that makes this pass is that again that reverend scene. It's awesome. It's pretty fucking awesome. It's pretty fucking. That's awesome. one of those where you're just like when he says Emma's name when he goes, well that's the same thing what happened with Emma, right there and the score kicks in mm. and you just turn back and look at him and his eyes go black. I, that was fucking awesome. Yeah, I like that no, scene. It was rad as shit. Yeah, I agree. Yep, so, all right, yeah, it passes, and we need to rewatch it. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. <laughs> it's fucking weird, dude. Yeah. All right, so uh, hit us up, lowdownbrown.gy.gmail.com. Let us know what you think. If you've watched this, it is an older film. I don't know why we're just now seeing it on Netflix. I, You know, I heard a few people talking about it, and sometimes I want to reach out and find those, you know, kind of off the cuff. And this, again, it's a Western horror. How many... I can't name any other ones like that right now. No. There's some out there, but for me, one of the first. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, I, don't, I, I can't think of it. Like, there is one, I think it was called Ghost Town, that, but it was like hokey. Yeah. It, I remember as a kid. I, th- yeah. I think it's called Ghost Town. Yeah, I think so. I'll, I'll, I'll have to double check on that. Don't hold me to it. But other than that, yeah, I don't. And there's a there's like a weird zombie Cowboy and House 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. counts. <laughs> so, yeah, man, why don't they have more horror, like, straight-up horror? Like I said, Bone Tomahawk's not like a straight-up horror. Yeah. You know? Um, it's kind of like his Ravenous isn't like a straight-up horror. Yeah. You know, Ravenous is like a... But that's what I'm saying. Like, so I think that's what brought my interest. And, I mean, obviously it made an impression because yeah. it passed. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, hit us up. Let us know what you think. If you've seen this, if you dug it, if you didn't dig it, if you have a better understanding... Let us know. Give us some feedback on that. Also, uh, go with GIPodcast.com. Check out all the other shows under the network. And um, check out our links page. First link is Amazon.com. Click on that. Log into Amazon and then just shop like normal. But because you went through our link, we get a little kickback. We greatly appreciate that. And the link right next to that would be Public. That is where all the merch is for all the shows under the network, including Miles of Madness merch, as well as some random designs that just... Check them out. Just nerd-centric. Check them out. See if there's anything you like. There are also episode-specific designs that are put out. So if you know and you listen to other shows on the network, you'll get the reference. And you can get them on everything. Shirts, tote bags, hoodies, onesies. You name it, you can get it. And uh, until we talk again, embrace the madness. Lowdown Brown. Inviting you to check out Geek Some of the Influence, a podcast that pairs booze with conversation with good friends. And a little nerd culture. We get a lot of colorful conversation out of our episodes, but it is here for everyone. No gatekeeping. Always level up everything we do. We'll punch up, never punch down. Exactly. So check out Geeks Under the Influence everywhere you get your podcasts and join us or die. Shut the fuck up, Hobbit. Welcome to GUI Nights. GUI Nights. 
Yeah, I am Lowdown Brown. With me as always, Mike the Hobbit. This is the tangential side of GUI. This is like so many of those other shows that has the after the show bit mixed with a little bit of Baywatch night, so it's a little sexier. It's a little bit after hours. Also while tying it into the previous episode of GUI, so look forward to that too because this comes out the week after the flagship hour-long episode. So make sure to check out GUI nights and uh, when you're done, you can go the fuck home. In a world ravaged by movie studios that keep rehashing the same things, only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots, remakes, and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite TV and film properties. Ideas like a John Waters He-Man movie, Fantastic Four the Musical, and Aliens, done entirely with marionettes. What podcast would bring this evil upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey guys, Scotty Big Daddy Preston here. That's right, the Geek Father, asking you to join me here every other week with friends and family of the GUI Network as we go through all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So remember, join us or cry. My name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com.